Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery. I'm your host, Melanie Borbo, formerly Melanie Kinch, and I am excited to bring this podcast to you as a branch of Your Vibrant Wellness. And on this podcast, it is my passion to help women just like you to be confident in their skin again, to lose the weight naturally, to have the energy, to live the life that they, you know, they've maybe only dreamed about. I've got lots of tips and strategies for you, so stay tuned. You won't want to miss any one of these tips. Hey, friend. Hope you are enjoying a sunny day today, wherever you are. And as I've said before, if you don't have sunshine today, then go make your own. You can be a little bit, spread a little bit of sparkle to those around you, and you will bring sunshine into your life, I promise. Hey, um, I wanted to talk to you today about a lesson that I learned recently, and I think it's important to share with you because it's going to affect, what I learned could affect every one of you, because we all do it. Okay, so here's the thing. We had a little get together on Friday night, actually a baptism, and then we had a bunch of food afterwards, and um, I had purposely decided that I was going to eat this stuff. I don't eat late at night. I don't like to eat late at night. I, I don't like to eat most of those snacky foods. But for some crazy reason, I thought, well, it's the Christmas season. I'm just going to enjoy it. Okay, so that's kind of how I went into this little gathering with that attitude, right? That I was, it was, it was okay. I was justifying that I was going to just enjoy it. So I did. Um, you know, it was lots of little dips and crackers and you know, um, chocolate, dark chocolate mint Nanaimo bars, which, oh my word, were so yummy. <laughs> There's all kinds of other little things of chocolate and, and I've been pretty good, right? I haven't gotten too carried away with any of this stuff. And usually I can be like, no, thanks. I don't want any. I'm good. Thanks. And here's the thing. There was fruit, a big, huge fruit, um, fruit salad. I didn't even touch it. And that is so, so odd for me, right? Like I was just eating all these other things. Because I had told myself that it was okay. But where did I get that information from anyway, is what I would wonder. Where did I get that information from to say that it was okay for me to eat like that? Well, um, okay, so fast forward. So I eat all these things. We come home that night, go to bed, and I wake up like early in the morning, you know, like, I don't know, 3.30 or 4, with a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt. Like all of a sudden I'm thinking, what did I eat all that stuff for? And I could not go back to sleep. This guilt was just, it was just heavy on me. It was just like, you know, I know, it, you know, it was kept, kept, I kept feeling like I knew better. Why did I eat all that stuff? Like I know better than this, right? Anyway, so as the way that I normally do things, I don't like to feel bad. I don't like to stay in those spaces long and I take everything to God, right? And so for me, the first thing that I do is oh, I get up and I go, you know, get my Bible and I start reading because I can't sleep anyway. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm, you know, I don't know where this guilt is coming from, but if this is, if this is from you, then I want to learn from it. But if this is not from you, then I bind it up and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, right? Because then to me, it's coming from the enemy. It's coming from the devil. And I don't want the devil to talk to me. I don't want him to put anything in my head. Okay. So that was how that went. And we take off to go to church the next day. And then my friend sends me an email partway through the day. And it says, I, I want to read it to you because 
because this is really, really important. And you know what? The message was for me was that, that I did know better. I shouldn't have just allowed myself to, to eat all that stuff because I thought I deserved it or it was Christmas and it was, it was justifiable or what, I don't know what or why I even went there. But in any case, this was a really big lesson for me. So I'm going to read this to you and I hope it doesn't get too boring, but uh, I want you to hear the message that I got. Now, my friend did not know that I'd eaten all this chocolate the night before. And guys, don't get me wrong. This is, this is not, okay. I don't even know if I should say it like that. Never mind. I'm not even going to say that because I don't know. I don't know that what I was going to say was true. Um, so my friend lives four hours from me. She doesn't know. She didn't know what I'd done the night before. She doesn't know anything. She just emails this to me because she got it from someone. So here it is. I've kind of cut parts of it out just so it wasn't so long, but it says, so this is from, um, a lady, a a lady that wrote, um, and, and had messages from years and years and years ago, like way before our time. She, she's not here anymore, but listen to this. It says, I saw your condition of health and the ailments you have suffered under so long. I was shown that you have not lived healthfully. Your appetites have been unhealthy and you have gratified the taste at the expense of the stomach. You have taken into your stomach articles with which it is impossible to convert into good blood. This has laid a heavy tax on the liver for the reason that the digestive organs are deranged. You both have diseased livers. The health reform would be a great benefit to you both if you would strictly carry it out. This you have failed to do. Your appetite, your appetites are morbid and because you do not relish a plain, simple diet composed of unbolted wheat flour vegetables and fruit prepared without spices or grease, you are continually transgressing the laws which God has established in your system. While you do this, you must suffer the penalty, for to every transgression is affixed a penalty. Yet you wonder at your continued poor health. Be assured that God will not work a miracle to save you from the result of your own course of action. You have not had a liberal supply of air. Brother, As I have labored in his store, closely applying himself to his business and allowing himself but a limited amount of air and exercise. His circulation is depressed. He breathes only from the top of his lungs. It is seldom that he exercises the abdominal muscles in the act of breathing. Stomach, liver, lungs, and brain are suffering for want of deep, full inspirations of air, which would electrify the blood and impart it to a bright, lively color, which alone can keep it pure and give tone and vigor to every part of the living machinery. You, my dear brother and sister, can have a much better condition of health than you now enjoy, and you can avoid many ill turns if you will simply exercise temperance in all things, temperance in labor, temperance in eating and drinking. Hot drinks are debilitating to the stomach. Cheese should never be introduced into the stomach. Fine flour bread cannot impart to the system the nourishment that you will find in the unbolted wheat bread. Unbolted wheat bread would be like sprouted or or heavy grain as opposed to white flour, you know, highly processed bread. The common use of bolted wheat bread cannot keep the system in a healthy condition. You both have inactive livers. The use of fine flour aggravates the difficulties under which you are laboring. There is no treatment which can relieve you of your present difficulties while you eat and drink as you do. You can do that for yourself, which the most experienced physician 
can never do. Regulate your diet. In order to gratify the taste, you frequently place severe tax upon your digestive organs by receiving into the stomach food which is not the most healthful and at times in immoderate quantities. This wearies the stomach and unfits it for the reception of even the most healthful food. You keep your stomachs constantly debilitated because of your wrong habits of eating. Your food is made too rich. It is not prepared in a simple, natural manner, but is totally unfit for the stomach when you have prepared it to suit your taste. Nature is burdened and endeavors to resist your efforts to cripple her. Chills and fever are the result of those attempts to rid herself of the burden you lay upon her. You have to suffer the penalty of nature's violated laws. God has established laws in your system which you cannot violate without suffering the punishment. You have consulted taste without reference to health. You have made some changes, but have merely taken the first steps in reformed diet. God requires us temperance in all things. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. All of the families I'm acquainted with, none need the, health, the benefit of the health reform more than yours. You groan under pains and prostrations which you cannot account for, and you try to submit with a good, with as good a grace as you can, thinking affliction is your lot, and providence has thus ordained it. If you could have your eyes opened and you could see the steps taken in your lifetime to walk right into your present condition of poor health, you would be astonished at your blindness in not seeing the real state of the case before. You have created unnatural appetites and do not derive half the enjoyment from your food which you would if you had not used your appetite wrongfully you have perverted nature and you have been suffering the consequences and painful and painful has it been nature bears abuse as long as she can without resisting then she arouses and makes a mighty effort to rid herself of the encumbrances and evil treatment she has suffered then come headache chills fever nervousness paralysis and other evils too numerous to mention a wrong course of eating or drinking destroys health, and with it, the sweetness of life. Oh, how many times you have purchased what you called a good meal at the expense of a fevered system, loss of appetite, and loss of sleep. In inability to enjoy food, a sleepless night, hours of suffering, all for a meal in which taste was gratified. Thousands have indulged their perverted appetites, have eaten a good meal, as they called it, and as a result have brought on fever or some other acute disease and certain death. That was enjoyment purchased at an immense cost. Okay, do you see why I felt so, so super convicted? I mean, I don't have health conditions yet, but you know what this was saying to me? That if I give in to my appetite, if I just decide that it's okay for me to eat whatever I want because because I want to, because it tastes good, God can't protect me. He can't, he can't protect me from the, the evils that will come on me, the, the diseases. And you look around the world. How many diseases are out there? How many people are suffering needlessly because of their appetite? You guys, this is so serious. And after I got this, I just, I just was like, oh my word. Like that was loud and clear for me. Loud and clear. The message was, do not follow your appetite right? Your appetite is going to lead you down the wrong path every single time. Do not follow your appetite. And, you know, you think about this. It said something about, you know, having a bad, uh, like a lack of a good sleep because we've eaten this amazing meal or so we thought it was amazing. And, and what happens? We come home, we have indigestion, we have bloating, we have gas, we can't sleep. We wake up the next day, we're kind of feeling like, 
you know, a piece of garbage and we head where? To the coffee or to the, another thing of sugar or to, and get this, you guys, the more sugar that you eat, the more you're going to want it because it's just like any other addiction. It's just like any other addiction. The more you eat sugar and, and it almost happens instantaneous. And that's what I'd seen happen. You know, I had one little, one little Nanaimo square that night and I'm like, oh my word, that is so good. I'm going to have more and more and more. And so sugar is like, sugar is one of the worst addictions because it, it happens so quickly and it's everywhere. Sugar is everywhere. Look at your ketchup bottle. Look at your, um, what is it? Mayonnaise or something. Look, it's, it's all over. It's in everything. Look at, look it up. Sugar is everywhere. So you guys, this is really serious. I really hope that you understood. Now this woman has been gone for, oh my goodness sakes. I don't know how many years. Probably, she's probably been gone for more than a hundred years already. This, this is old writing, but look at what she says. Look at what she says. This is exactly what's happening in the world today, right? But, but the thing is, people don't realize that they're perverting their appetite. They think, well, that's just the way I like it and I'm going to eat it that way. But to what cost? To what cost are we going to follow our appetite? Are we going to follow our appetite right down into the grave? We will, actually. Un unfortunately, that is absolutely what will happen. So it's my duty. I feel it is my duty to share this with you because... We are coming into that season when there, when there is going to be every, every kind of ugh, food, crazy food, and very few healthy foods out everywhere, everywhere you go. Candies, cookies, rich dips, and all this stuff, right? It's going to be everywhere. So what choice are you going to make? How badly do you want to feel good? How badly do you want to feel good? Is it worth that moment or two or 10 minutes while it's on your, on your tongue. And then you have to deal with the, the pains of that afterwards. Or are you going to make a different choice? Because ultimately we, we do get to make a choice. And I'm so grateful. Like I'm so grateful that I'm on such a short leash, right? Like I, because the more responsible, the more we know, the more responsibility we have to do what's right. And so now that you've heard this, and I'm assuming if you're still here, you've heard this. That means you have more responsibility to make a better choice. So if you continue to make the bad choices, and then when something happens to your health, you have no one to blame but yourself. And I know that sounds really harsh, but the choice is yours. The choice is mine, right? And this, this was so, so crystal clear to me this, with this message because, and I was talking to my friend that sent me this last night, and I said, Oh my word. Do you know how timely that was? And she said, Mel, I had no idea. She said, I just got it sent to me. And I thought, wow, that's really good. I got to send it. And, and I went, wow, like it just, it just woke me up. So I'm going to make better choices going into this Christmas season. You know, I can, I like last night I had, we had a big meal here last night and I, I made, I made a healthier food and I didn't, you know, like I didn't drink the, the juice that was brought here. I didn't eat, you know, the, the chocolate cake that was brought here. I didn't eat that stuff. Um, because again, it's choices, right? And just find something else to substitute. So instead of, so if you're going to a party, for instance, and, you know, instead of taking a dessert or taking sweets, why don't you take a box of oranges? Why don't you take some, a fruit salad? Why don't you take, you know, some guacamole or some hummus or some, um, low fat dips, like not with all the cheese and the, you know, all that stuff, try and do a low fat one that's, you know, a little bit healthier and take a tray of vegetables. 
These are amazing snacks to use that will actually benefit your system as opposed to, you know, destroying your system. So that is the the lesson that I that I learned from an Anibo bar. Um, and, and really, really, really a loud lesson for me, really, really huge for me. So, so I, I really pray and, and trust that you will hear this. Those of you that need to hear this and need to, and get this, it's not going to be easy to hear this. Some of you might even have stopped this, this podcast before even got to the end because you might not like what you're hearing. Right. And I get that. I get that. You know how many times God has told me, nope, 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 don't do that. And I'm like, but, but, but. I like it, but I, I like it. It's fun. It's good. It's, you know, but when we truly follow the laws that he has planned for us, the laws that he created our body to follow, that's the thing, you guys, we were created by, by a creator who knows us inside out and backwards. You know, if we go to, if we go to drive our car and someone tells you that you can put, you know, sugar in your gas tank, but yet your owner's manual says, do not ever put sugar in your gas tank. Who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to the one who created the vehicle and knows every single part of it? Or are you going to listen to the one who doesn't know anything and just wants to sell sugar, right? Anyway, so the thought or, or the, the choice is always yours. And I wanted you to hear this today so that you knew that going into this Christmas season that you don't have to gain all the weight. You don't have to eat all those things. You don't have to do any of those things this holiday season, you can make different choices. And that, you know what that's going to do? That's going to set your 2020 up to be even more, more amazing and more momentous than 2019, right? If you want to reach goals and, and shed the weight and melt the inches, you have to do something different. And that means through the Christmas season too. Okay. Anyway, that's what I want to share with you. So my challenge for you today is to cut back on the sugar, take healthy snacks, right? Take healthy snacks to your parties. Um, don't have the dessert, you know, like, and I know I've said in the past to have, you know, have one, half of one instead of a whole one or something like that. But, you know, be careful with that too, because if you can't stop at half or if you can't stop at a small piece and you keep going, then you shouldn't have any. Does that make sense? If you can't be temperate and you can't stop yourself, then, then don't have any. So anyway, have a fantastic day. And if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at melanie at yourvibrantwellness.com and, uh, or come join or um, you'll find my Your Vibrant Wellness Facebook page. And have a fantastic, fantastic Monday. Take care and God bless.